Welcome to Second Half Now, a listening experience for the 50-plus generation. Second halfers, boomers, and seniors. The mission of this show is to help people learn how to live a life that matters. This is what adds purpose and fulfillment to our days and helps us make sense of this crazy thing called life. Your host is Dr. Dan Critchett, and the show is all about guests and topics that deal with the challenges and opportunities of real people in today's world. If you want to live a life that matters, Dr. Dan is in the studio now, ready to begin today's discussion. Now, let's join your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. As we get older, the natural tendency is to sort of slow down a bit. We want to wind down from a hectic busyness of life, and we want to unplug from some involvements and sort of coast to the finish line. This is the hammock in Tahiti syndrome. So are you that guy, or do you know that guy? But I want to say this, what if? What if the most fulfilling and rewarding days of our lives are actually in the second half? What if our greatest contributions to the lives of others will come in our 50s or 60s or beyond? What if we have opportunities and resources later in life that we never had before or didn't know we had? Are you interested in that? Well, listen, I'm going to welcome you to the show. I'm going to call it today, Being in the Arena in the Second Half of Life. You are listening to Second Half Now, a radio show, podcast, and live events uniquely designed for the age 50-plus generation. This is where we discuss the things that are important to us in the second half of life, and I want to welcome you to the discussion. I invite you to pull up a chair and join us at the table. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. Our mission is helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. In studio with me today is Jim Ramos. We're going to get acquainted with him, and I'm going to put out a couple of names here, The Man Card and The Great Hunt for God, And uh, he's going to clarify some of that for us in terms of uh, organization and ministry. But um, Jim Ramos is a pastor, speaker, conference leader, author of many books calling men to a life of purpose and meaning, and host of a national, probably international, isn't it, Jim? Mm -hmm. Probably picked up from all around the world uh, with 50,000 downloads. And Jim is the president and founder of The Great Hunt for God. And their mission and their calling is building an army of men who are becoming their best version in Christ and changing their world. Again, the name of this show is Being in the Arena in the Second Half of Life. So, Jim, thank you so much for coming in today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Hey, thanks a lot for having me, Dan. It's an honor to be here. You've got lots to say, and we've got lots of uh, <laughs> things to cover, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump right into it. So, um, one of the main focus areas uh, in your ministry and all around, in fact, uh, you shared with me earlier that you're kind of changing and adapting mm-hmm. the name of your, of your ministry, but it's, in, it's encouraging men in particular, but all people, to get in the arena. And um, I think we can picture a little bit about what that means, but can you expand on that a little bit? What, is it, what does it mean to be in the arena? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. In life, there are people that are in the arena, they're getting it done, they're serving in their community, they're loving their spouse, they're loving their kids, they're involved, they're engaged, they're they're not sitting on the couch with a remote control waiting for lunch and the next tea time. <laughs> right. You know, and so and then there are those who are in the who are in the bleachers. Yeah. In the bleachers, these are fans of those in the arena. They're uh, anonymous, they're unknown. Um, they really matter very little 
uh, to the game. All they're doing is watching. They're watching. They're yeah. spectators in yeah. their own. They're anonymous yeah. in their own narrative. Yeah. And it really is tragic. And so, say a little bit more about that. So they get up out of the bleachers, let's mm-hmm. say, just to use that metaphor, and they're they're kind of going down onto the field or onto the court. And um, what does that mean for them? I mean, they're going to be changing some of their practices, some of their daily routines, some of their priorities. Can you build a little bit more into that? Yeah, totally. I think that a person who is purposely anonymous, mm. I think that is one of the greatest tragedies and sin in this world. Yeah. There, there's no need to be anonymous. Every life matters. Every man matters. Every woman matters. And to get into the arena simply means to get off of the couch, step out of vocational retirement. I'm not saying get a job here. Mm-hmm. I'm saying get engaged in the things that matter. You know, our goal should not be to to live quiet lives and kind of disappear. Mm-hmm. Our goal should be to to live a bold life, a life that we are known, and then to uh, have people celebrate that life the day we die and pass over into eternity. Yeah. So often, so many people live this life uh, on the Tahiti beach with their hammock syndrome, mm-hmm. and nobody knows that person. So when they die and they have their funeral, very few people attend because they don't know this person. They were right. unknown. They were anonymous. Right. Sadly, even many of them to their own families. Yeah, that's really true. Have you found out in your experience, I mean, you you know, you uh, integrate with hundreds and thousands of men. Mm-hmm. What is it that happens with a guy? How does the light go on or how does they get that awareness? Okay, so I've been sitting here munching on my Cheetos and watching the game. I got the remote or maybe I'm live, you know, in the studio or in the, uh, the stadium. Is there something that sparks that uh, that interest or that passion or that conviction to say, man, I, I don't want to waste my life. I want to want to do something with it. You know, I, th- I think there's several things. You know, December 21st is coming up in a couple of days, and mm-hmm. that is the sixth anniversary of my stepfather's suicide. Mm-hmm. So it's a real big monument in our family. Sure, yeah. We don't know why he died or why he did it. Yeah. We know why he died. We don't know why he did it. We have no idea. We have a lot of question marks. And really, when you look at the life of Jesus, John 19.30 says he died with it is finished, and in the New American Standard Version Bible, there is an exclamation mark. Mm. And we know there's an exclamation mark because in the other three gospel accounts, he cries out. Yeah. So my Bibles always have the exclamation mark because I want to leave this planet with an exclamation mark and not a dot, 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 or a semicolon or a question mark. And I think a lot of times for us as men and women, I address men, but for women as well, we need to have a slap in the face moment. Uh, Maybe we have a heart attack. Uh, maybe we realize we're estranged from our children. There is typically a moment where we have an aha in our life. We realize, oh, wow, I lived the first half poorly. Therefore, this second half, I only have one life to live. Mm-hmm. But if I live it right, once is enough. And my first half, I was anonymous, and I'm just sick and tired yeah. of being anonymous. Like so there that. is often an aha moment, whether it's yeah. health or I had lunch with a mutual friend of ours, 84 years old, and this guy's getting it done. Yeah. And it inspired me. Right. And so many times we get around men or women who are inspiring and living a life in the arena, and we envy that. And all we have to do is pick up our sword and go. Yeah. I, you know, I like that, to, uh, to see a life that we, what you and I are talking about, to see it modeled by somebody else. Our good friend Bud Lindstrand, he yes. sat in that same chair a few months ago and helped us launch this show here on this station. So, um, so being engaged, is, do you think there's something innate or God-given or built in about a man, let's say, a man in particular, that calls to significance or meaning or purpose or, you know, the kinds of things that we deal in? Do you think that's built in? 
Oh, absolutely. I, I C.S. Lewis talked about this this God shaped vacuum yeah. that we have, and I believe, man, woman, we have a God shaped vacuum. And I'm really simple with my faith, Dan. Uh, it's my faith is so simple. My th- it goes like this. Okay, I'm created by God. God loves me. If I'm created by a God who loves me, if this is indeed true, right? then that God who loves me would not create me to float as an amoeba, but he would create me with a purpose. Mm-hmm. So I have to understand what that purpose is as a man or woman. Now, there's a general purpose, right? As a follower of Jesus, I'm a, I'm a child of God. I'm a son of the king. I'm an heir to the throne. I have eternity at my hands, you know? So I have this as a general purpose. But what men and women who say they are followers of Christ, where they, they, they sometimes fail, often fail, is they don't cross over to what is my specific purpose. Yeah. purpose. Why am I here, God? And many don't answer that until they're in their 60s, 70s, 80s. Some never do. Right. Exactly. So um, it sounds like what you're saying is that being engaged and being in the arena is a positive thing. It's rewarding and fruitful and all of that. So can you maybe share some of the, the benefits and blessings uh, that are experienced by a guy or a gal who engages in things that matter? Yeah, I hope I'm answering this question right, but yeah. there's a paradox to life that we have mm-hmm. to engage, right? In order for me to live, I have to die. In order for me to receive, I have to give. Mm-hmm. In order for me to be strong, I have to be weak. This, there's a paradox to our faith. Right. And so we live in a society in America that says, you need to have comfort and ease, and you need to relax. And we have this retirement as our end game. Right. And I think we have bought into that with people who follow Christ, and we say, oh, retirement is the end game. And retirement is not the end game. Purpose and significance is the end game. And how does that feel when a guy is engaged in things that matter? Alive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to, you know, I don't want to live in a, I don't want to live in a rut, which right. is just a grave with a different size hole. Right. I want to live the full life. Jesus came to give us life, John 10, 10. And so I come to life when I'm living a life of purpose. Yeah, that is interesting, the way you said a grave is a rut, just a different size, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. And no, I'm sorry. Uh, did I say that right? No. Uh, 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 being in a rut is just is, like a grave, yeah. it's a different size hole, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I stole I like it that. from somebody else. Well, because really people are dying, I mean, in that rut, right? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing rewarding or fulfilling or exciting. It's just the same old, same old. Maybe it's comfortable. Maybe it's secure, you know, maybe it's, uh, I'm okay here, I'm safe, but uh, I, I go back to the little poster I used to have up in my uh, office It says, uh, a ship in a harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are made for. Yeah, uh, Tony Campolo once said, instead of praying, if I die before I wake, yeah, maybe we should pray, if I wake before I die. Wow. And so what we want to see in life is we want to see people wake up yeah. and embrace the man or woman they've been called to be. And some people don't have that awakening until they're mm-hmm. 60, 70, 80. But mm-hmm. I believe that that's your sweet spot. You have more experience. You have more knowledge. You have more wisdom. You have more to yeah. offer. Yeah, absolutely. So... Let's go back to the arena for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so my arena is going to be different than yours. Exactly. And different from every listener that is tuned in right now. Mm-hmm. So can you, uh, can you talk about that a little bit? How would a person find out what their unique or specific arena is? What are they, if they're up in the bleachers and they're, you know, in that, in that, for that game, how do they find out this is my arena and I get down to, to where I can really 
get involved? Yeah, for me, it's really simple, and I want to go through this really quick, but uh, Rick Warren came up with a thing called shape, and I, mm-hmm. to me, that is the go-to. Yep. S, what is my? what are my spiritual gifts? Right. If you're not a spiritual person, what is your skill? Mm-hmm. H, what is my heart or my passion? A, what are my abilities, my abilities, my talents? P, what is my personality type? And then E, what are my experiences? A lot of people I find have horrible or very painful life experiences. And those same life experiences are the exact things that once they find healing for those, they mm-hmm. go back yes. and help people who are yes. struggling with those because they can understand better than anyone else. So exactly. to me, it's those five things, S-H-A-P-E. Yeah. And so and that's going to be unique and different for each Absolutely. person. And um, and I think that the point of that is each one is custom made for us. So you talk about a God that loves us and has called us and equipped us, and each, you know, the configuration of each of those is going to be different and powerful. Once we get into that space, get out of the bleachers, get down there onto the field or onto the court, then we're engaged. And I just think it feels different. I mean, waking up in the morning and, you know, going through the day and in the evening, it's it just feels different. It's, you know, it's it's more robust. It's more vibrant. It's a life that has meaning. In fact, that's the... That's the core mission of this radio show, is helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. Yeah, I agree 100%. You said robust. Yeah, yeah. I would say full. It's that Zoe life. It's that life to the full. It's life now and forevermore. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's a common perception as I kind of started the show with this, uh, not just the, uh, the, the hammock in Tahiti, but it is really kind of a slowdown and I've earned, you know, I've got some money in the bank and I've got more discretionary time. And so I can kind of go golfing a lot and go fishing or hunting or hang out with the guys and so forth. But uh, I'd like for us to talk about uh, that notion of retirement or that kind of winding down syndrome. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to get some, uh, some words from you on that, because I know you're right in that space. You're at an age and stage of life. You are probably maximum productive, you know, Mm -hmm. in your whole life. And because, uh, as I was thinking about this, as you were talking about, if you didn't live well uh, this way in the uh, in the first half of life, you want to do it in the second, because there are only two halves, right? Yeah. Yes. So let's do that, Jim, right after the break. So don't go away, folks. We'll be right back. Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503-926-2111. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust. Looking for a new home that is affordable, well-built, and only 18 minutes from downtown Portland, then you've got to see the Brunswick Commons condominiums. These great new townhomes are located in the Gateway area and will be completed by November 1st, 2018. Selling for $299.9 with income guidelines for purchase, each home has three bedrooms and two and a half bathrooms. These sturdy and attractive homes are built by Vic Construction Company, an Oregon builder with over 20 years' experience. And at this price, they won't stay on the market for long. For more information, please call Morgan Davis Homes at 503-748-8200. That's 503-748-8200. 
If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 24-7 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4216. That's 503-607-4216. Properties. It's not just your house, it's your home. Welcome back. We are second half now right here in the studio with Jim Ramos. And I'm going to tell a little bit more about him. We're going to wrap up our discussion. But I also want to thank you for listening to our uh, our commercials from our sponsors these are the ones that really make this show possible. We don't sell anything or ask for donations on this radio show. And so our sponsors actually make that uh, happen for us. So I appreciate the fact not only you listen to what they have to offer, but on our website, secondfnow.com, if you would go to the network tab up on the top of our website, you'll find our all of our sponsors there. And you can click on a logo and it'll take you to a website. You can get contact informa- information or anything else you want to know. And Two of those other ones that you just heard, I'd also like to add these. Uh, We have, uh, thank you to Bob Lum, uh, my personal insurance guy, integrity and service for all your insurance needs. We have Better, Smarter, Richer, Jackie B. Peterson, do what you love and earn an income doing it. And we have Carmen Farmer, enjoyment coach for retirees who want more fun and fulfillment in life. That always intrigues me. I want to know more about that. And then uh, a thank you to Jay Tompkins. She has products and strategies for anti-aging and wellness in the second half of life. And so those are all very valuable people and valuable products and services that we want to encourage you to uh, check out. So as I mentioned, we're in the studio here with uh, Jim Ramos uh, with The Man Card and The Great Hunt for God, challenging men and helping them to get into the arena for the most fulfilling days of their lives. And so, Jim, we left off a little bit uh, about launching into the perception or the typical practice of men and women. You get to that 50-yard line or 60 or whatever, and you start thinking, you know, it's time to slow down a little bit. It's time to get unengaged. It's time to relax. You know, I mean, I've earned this. I deserve this. And um, so we want to change that up a little bit. We want to offer some alternatives to our people. And with this episode called... Being in the arena in the second half of life. So let's talk about that. So how does a person's, or what would you recommend that a person change in terms of their purpose and focus in the second half of life? Yeah, I just want to start off by saying we go through seasons of life. And so, yeah, my energy at 53 is different than when I was 23. Right. Uh, Things are different. Things change. So I would say it's okay to live a guilt-free life and have a little Tahiti moment here and Mm -hmm. now now and again. I mean, right? But. We need to engage in life, and practically speaking, where do we get in the arena? Mm-hmm. And so for me, I would recommend being highly engaged with your grandchildren, being proactive yes. and inserting yourself in mm. to their world. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Another way is go to your church. Churches are desperate for people to help them, and I, I've been pretty fortunate to be around people who are in their second half who are tremendous servants and really impact the church wildly right. because they're engaged. If if that is not your thing, or if you, if you aren't wanting to engage in your church, uh, go online and Google volunteer opportunities in my community. Or what are you passionate about? Do you have an experience 
that, you know, oh, I just love to hunt. Well, go take young people hunting. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, I just really love to work on cars. Well, why don't you volunteer and do a single mom's oil change? You know, find an area that you are passionate in and start volunteering. The world is desperate for quality, qualified volunteers, and they're really easy to find. So if you get stuck and the church isn't working and your community center isn't, uh, you know, getting you fired up, then just Google opportunities to serve in my community. I like it's so it. easy. I like it. <laughs> so for the listeners that's saying, uh, well, I don't have much to offer, or I don't know where to get started, or I don't know what I can do, don't believe those lies, because there is a space for you, maybe lots of spaces, and uh, we want you to get up off the couch or off of the bleacher seat and get down onto the arena and get engaged. And you will find it doesn't cost you anything. It pays you huge benefits. Absolutely. It is so rewarding and so uh, thrilling, really, to be a part of something that matters, something that you care about and where you're making a difference in. And I like, Jim, the fact that you started with your family. Yeah. So if you're a grandparent, uh, look at your grandkids' lives and their schedules. Do they have school programs? You know, are they involved in sports or music or anything? Go there. And you might say, well, what good does that do? I'm telling you, it does a lot of good for a child in elementary school or preschool or high school, middle school, college, whatever it is. When grandpa or grandma is there, it makes a big difference. Especially when 50% of our listeners have some kind of single parent. Yeah child raising children. They desperately, desperately need exactly. you to engage. Right, exactly. So how about, um, we talked about opportunities. I've got my little list here, but we kind of talked about that. How do mm -hmm. you find an opportunity? So mm -hmm. so do, do a Google search, and what did you say? Uh, volunteer opportunities in my community? Oh, or in your, like co your community center, yeah. at your yeah. church. Yeah. Uh, you know, hobbies, that, hobbies or interests that you're engaged in. There are so many opportunities out there. Yeah. And uh, let's go to fulfillment and happiness. Mm -hmm. And so how is that different? Rather than the, the Tahiti experience, um, how is being engaged? It's going to cost you more. I said it doesn't cost, it pays, but there is something involved with that because you might have to get up earlier. It might cost you some travel time and some gas money or something, you know, to get to your kid's thing or to go to the volunteer place. But what about the fulfillment and happiness as a res reward of being engaged like that? Yeah, my wife will often challenge me with this statement. Well, what does it cost for you to be fully alive and yeah. fully engaged? And yeah. so uh, you, maybe a couple dollars a, a week of gas money or maybe a couple hours a week in volunteer time. Yeah. I think that's worth you living a full and rich and vibrant life that matters to where when you cross over into eternity, people actually know your name on the earth side of eternity mm. and you are not anonymous. There is a price to pay if you don't want to be anonymous, but there's also a greater price if you choose anonymity. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I'm just thinking when things wind down for you, you know, you're in the last uh, months or years or whatever, we don't always know, yeah. you know, that we're in that stage. But I doubt that anybody uh, would have regrets and say, gosh, I wish I would have spent more time in the hammock, right? Or more time at the office or more time with my hobby. But uh, there is that thinking, you know what? I could have been more engaged with my kids or my grandkids. And that's what we want to call you to now. It, you know, now is the time. Now is the time to uh, to get engaged, to find out what is meaningful, where your passions are, and to uh, to do that. Now, but, uh, before we close, uh, Jim, I want you to talk about your book a little bit. And um, it's called the. Oh wait, I don't think I have the right title. The man card. Oh, it is the man card. Yeah. That's what I wrote down. Okay, so 
uh, succinctly. Let's uh, he- hear about that. With subtitle and just briefly. Yeah the, yeah, the subtitle is Five Characteristics Separating Men from Boys. This okay. could go for the ladies as well, but we define manhood as five things, protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. And I would just encourage our listeners, they're listening because they want to finish strong, but I would encourage them in our second point to fight apathy, to mm. push against the gravity pushing you down the mountain yep. of finishing your life well, to push against the forces in America that are saying to you, it's okay to retire, to focus on you for the second mm-hmm. half of life. That is a lie. It is not true. So fight the apathy, fight the voices that are telling you to be anonymous, to relax, to spend your life in a hammock where nobody knows your name. Mm-hmm. I would engage people instead and challenge them to get in the arena, pick up your sword, pick up your broom, pick up your whatever you have to pick up and start battling and living a life to the fullest so you can finish well and finish strong and people will know you and celebrate your life. I hear the passion in your voice, Jim. There's a lot there. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Um, To get in touch with what Jim is up to, uh, go to Facebook and it is Men in the Arena. Have I got that right? Yeah, Men Men in in the Arena. arena. And then a podcast, Man Card, Man Card Podcast. And you'll get all kinds of stuff and ways to... To get connected. That's the key. It's content and it's connected and conviction, all those nice little C words. So, (laughs) gosh, the time has flown. As usual, I want to thank you a whole bunch, Jim, for coming all the way from McMinnville to come here to the studio. I really do appreciate that. So, folks, you've been listening to Second Half Now, and this is where we help the uh, folks in the second half of life live a life that matters. And go to our website, secondhalfnow.com, and go to to the contact uh, page there. And uh, if you have suggestions or questions or anything that uh, we can connect with you, fill that out. And uh, if you want to receive these uh, shows every week, we can handle that for you. So thanks again, Jim, for coming in. Appreciate it. And uh, thank you, folks, for listening. I am Dr. Dan Critchett, your host, saying goodbye for now. And until next time, may God help you live a life that matters. Join us again at the table. Find all of our shows on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Goodbye for now. You've been listening to Second Half Now, a listening experience dedicated to helping the 50-plus American live a life that matters for second-halfers, boomers, and seniors. As we wrap up this episode, we invite you to take action. Step up, get engaged, do something to learn more. Find out what you can do right now to take a step toward living a life that matters. Connect with us on our website, secondhalfnow.com. Learn the many ways you can listen to the show, share it with others, and actually take some steps in the right direction. Think about it. The opposite of living a life that matters is living a life that doesn't matter. Now that doesn't sound very appealing, does it? Go to secondhalfnow.com and let's explore what's next for you.